Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls preview show for our game against Middlesbrough. I've been joined by Dave Stevens to have a chat. How are you doing, Dave? Doing well today, thank you. Looking forward to talking some more, especially after that win. Yes, let's have a look back at that quickly. A 2-0 win against Bristol City. And we all know that Bristol City weren't great, but we did the job professionally and no issues at all. You'd take that every day of the week, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Um worried going in no laurent uh you wonder how that's going to affect it but uh after a slow start that was everything you want from a performance and, and two great goals including uh you know the very mobile uh, michael morrison yes totally amazing isn't it well, it's quite incredible isn't it how uh, maradona has picked up and we look at the other players in that game like lucas jow just doing lucas jow things as i said on the previous podcast at least playing well I can't really take any negatives from that performance. In the context of the opposition, you'd probably play exactly the same team against Middlesbrough on Saturday, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, th I think you would. Um, obviously, if if Laurent was just rested, as some rumours have suggested, then maybe you bring him back in. But, you know, it's hard to change a winning side. And uh, I must say, after some of the comments I made on Twitter about uh, Holmes coming off was the wrong decision, um, at the weekend, uh, I thought Yadam was was great uh, the other night. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I spoke to a very good source at uh, Redden Football Club today, and it uh, looks like Josh Lawrence will be available for the game on Saturday. He's looking a lot better than he was at the beginning of the week when he was having a few issues from accumulation. But kind of, it's just so positive about Reading, isn't it? Despite the fact that we had those two defeats, we still played really well in one game against Brentford. Kind of, we have this game, then we have the Wiccan game coming up. If we can get six points here, that's going to be huge, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I mean, it's posed right now, or poised, I should say, where um, you've got Barra, who are knocking on the door of the playoffs. So, you know, set a bit more distance between us and them. That's great. And then Wickham, you know, no easy games in the division, but they should be there for the taking. So, uh, yeah, want, want to see a good result there. So, yeah, six points has to be the target. Yes, and obviously we're going to see the return of Mr. Warnock to the Medeski Stadium on Saturday. He's a love-hate figure, <laughs> definitely, that's for sure, isn't it? And it would be so good if we could all be there, kind of giving him a bit of stick. He loves it, though, doesn't he, Dave? He, he thrives, kind of thrives on, on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he loves it. He's he's made a career out of it, and uh, and fair play to him. He, he is a good manager. Uh, you have to admit it. But um, not my cup of tea, personality wise. But the uh, game would be uh, quieter without him. So we'll, we'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, obviously, we probably will see Josh Lauren come back into the team when we see Estevez come out. But Estevez is kind of he's dipped in and out the team this season. He's had his kind of low points, maybe, but he's still a very young player. I still think he's been a very positive signing. Yeah, definitely a positive signing. You can see the talent there. And I think um, each game that he plays more than a couple of minutes in, he seems to get a chance. He's at the bar a couple of times, if I remember rightly. He had one chance last game where he um, hit, the, hit the defender. Um, you just feel like a goal's coming. It's going to be a worldie. And then you're going to be, everyone will remember that rather than anything else. But he, he's not doing poorly in games. He's just not quite clicked to, to where everyone was expecting with the hype. But yeah. Um, yeah, good signing. Happy to see him in the team anytime he is. Yeah, and we saw the return of George Puskas back onto the pitch as well against Bristol City. And that's another positive because at some point, Lucas Giles is going to have to miss some games because we're all worried that he's going to get injured. But he's played so many matches to have a little bit of rotation. Maybe we might see George Puskas start against Wickham. 
what do you think on that possibility? Yeah, I think um, Wickham would be the one of the two that uh, that would be chosen if that was the plan. Um, I do think it's good to give um, Lucas a break because, you know, we know his injury worries. Um, he's, he's on a stormer this season, like 20 goals already, um, could push on to 30 quite easily. We don't want to lose that. Um, of course, the, the flip side is you can tell from his... Um, you know attitude his expressions when when things change he doesn't want to have a rest he wants to keep going uh so a bit of man management and uh probably give him that rest i would say on tuesday yeah so what is your prediction for our next match against middlesbrough then dave you're going to be positive <laughs> we're going to go for a win or you're going to sit on the fence which way are you going <laughs> uh i did ptsd from my millwall prediction that went horribly wrong so uh <laughs> Because it's Borough and because it's Warnock, um, I, I'm looking at a 1-1 one, one draw. It would not be a disaster, though, would it? It wouldn't be, kind it of wouldn't like be a disaster, but I feel like Borough under Warnock, uh, recent history, uh, a draw is the most likely. But I do think that we're, we're scoring pretty well at the moment. So let's go 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy match. No game against them. And you look at them, they're just outside the playoffs. It's a tough game always against them. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win, but I understand your reservations, Dave. But thanks for joining us. It's now time for Matt Williamson with the fan of the opposition. Cheers. Uh, thanks, Paul. I'm here with Johnny from the Borough Breakdown, and we're going to talk about the Middlesbrough side of things. Uh, hi, Johnny. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, not too bad. How's things with you? Yeah, I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. Thank you. How have Borough been getting on since that oh, kind of dreadful nil-nil earlier in the season that we had to sit through? Thanks for reminding me of that, Miss. Uh, completely, I completely forgot that a game existed. To be honest, um, it was at Borough, wasn't it? I don't think I don't think anything happened. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think anything happened in that whole game for me to remember. Um, but how are Borough doing? <laughs> if you asked me before Christmas, I would have said flying. Uh, promote the playoffs definitely on the cards doing really well looking really promising and then we've went into a, a post well a, a, after january slump to be honest like we always tend to slump in the new year for a good couple of months and then start to rally towards the end and we, we this year's no other to be honest we've we've had that little slump we've got some bad records over like the last few games it's like i think one clean sheet in 11 games uh we lost seven out the last 10 um previously until until the game against uh, the game earlier on in the week, I can't remember. It's just the head's just gone. <laughs> uh, it's just gone. But uh, yeah, it's we, we've we've done all right. Um, but I think playoffs are going to be a are going to be a bit of a miss for us now. Uh, I think every Reading fan wants to know how is Warnock getting on? Has he has he dragged you down? Is is it the same negative football that he plays everywhere else, or have <laughs> you have you become an attacking team? Look, Middlesbrough have never been attacking teams since the nineties. You know what I mean? Um, when I think our attacking died in like two thousand and seven, uh, when uh, McLaren left to go to the England job and, and Southgate took over. So, uh, yeah, look, with with Neil Warnock, you, you get exactly what you, you just you, you just know what Neil Warnock brings, don't you? You get hard work inside, you know, and the horrible to play against. And this team's not like every other team, to be honest. It's it's a it's a team that has probably brought the the fans a little bit closer together. A team that is definitely one of the most hardest working sides in the league. 
Um, but goal scoring itself has always been a problem for us. It's been a problem for us for many years, and Neil hasn't rectified yet, rectified that yet. But um, we are still getting results. So, I mean, everyone's happy when you win games, aren't they? So, yeah, we, we're doing a lot better than last year. So I feel like he's got a lot of leeway. You have brought in a couple of attacking uh, talents like Cabano on loan from Middlesbrough. And the uh, kind of big story of the season so far has been Duncan Watmore coming in in November. I'm not sure if people know about him, but he had kind of a dreadful three years up at Sunderland with injury. Uh, he came in on a short-term deal to Middlesbrough and then basically won himself a long-term contract with you. Uh, his goal against Huddersfield midweek was something special. So if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend go checking it out. Uh, how, how have you found have you found what more and uh, yeah the new loanees in like Cabano and others that you brought in in January? Yeah, um, well, thanks for reminding me. Was Huddersfield because just the get the name just completely left my mind a minute ago. So um, yeah, Cabano from Fulham has been a fantastic signing. Uh, Bringer Mendes Langen is also a different alternative. Appreciate he's been away from football for the last three months um, due to a small ban, and then also bringing in Yannick Balassi too, who who. Played the first two games against Norwich and and uh, Brentford and looked really bright. You know he, he looked really solid and then obviously he's injured now um, for for a couple more weeks. So it's a bit of a shame. But the signings we've we've made have been fantastic and the recruitment have have done very well in the January window. And hopefully they've give us a bit more of a boost. But as, in terms of Duncan Watmore, uh, Matt, he's been fantastic. He really has been. You know he's. He's been that bright spark and that extra quality that we've needed uh, at the start of the season. We we didn't really create many chances and we looked very we were very lacklustre, but we were still grinding out results. And then Duncan's came in and fair play to him. He's he's not just earned himself a contract; he's probably earned himself earned himself earned himself a place in the starting level on a regular basis. But then also he's getting the attention that he probably deserves for his performances and. If I'm honest, that the goal against Huddersfield was yeah, it was fantastic. But it's also what exactly he brings to the team. He brings that directness. He brings that attack and flair that we need. And and also, he, he's just a very very good talent to have in the championship. Uh, I really hope that in the, in the next couple of years, I he fulfills that again and he gets himself back up the ladder again. Yeah, because he started off in uh, non-league at Altrincham for a little bit, and mm. his career has really been quite something to to behold um one of your other kind of key players so far this season seems to have been Paddy McNair uh, at least from the outside who up until the last 10 minutes at Huddersfield had played every minute of the season so far uh he was sent off in that game uh, uh his red card has been overturned in the last kind of like hour um how, how has he been for you yeah Paddy McNair's been fantastic you know <laughs> for someone who plays in num- for number 10 in a number 10 role for his country and then plays centre-back for us um, is is mental, to be honest. But, you know, he's, he's came and he's playing a completely different role to what he's been used to. Playing centre-half as well um, is is outrageous, but also become one of our top assisters by playing centre-back, say something. Um, he's he's been very, very good. And, you know, you, you can't knock him. He's played every single game and every minute of the championship this year, bar from the red card then. It's been thoroughly deserved. Um, but we said on the, on our last podcast that you worry a little bit for his fatigue. Can he make? Will he make a mistake? Will something bad happen? Um, and we kind of jinxed him with that one, didn't we? we he got sent off. So uh, yeah, it's it's nice for him to get overturned. We we do need him um, in the team, and I hope he uh, he, he plays on Saturday. Because you've uh, been kind of using not necessarily makeshift centre backs, I guess, but. Uh, mm 
kind of players have moved into centre back from different positions. Yeah. How, has that been working well for you? Because you started off the season with a kind of like a three five two or five three two. Uh, then you went away to a four at the back, four two three one for the majority of the season so far. At Huddersfield, mm. you came back to the back five. Um, well, yeah. How, how have the centre backs been, and what do you think the formation will be on Saturday? The centre backs of of McNair and Fry have been very good. Um, you know, the, there's the, there's real quality there. McNair and 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 Fry are two very modern centre halves now. You know, they're very good on the ball, um, and they can play out from the back, and it's it's nice to see. Um, but within you play a three at the back, we're a lot more balanced on that. Um, we'll put, maybe put Dyke Steele in there. When we bought Dyke Steele initially, um, he was meant to be a right back. But when you look at his his career, he was a central midfielder for Charlton and then got moved to right back. Um, so when he does play more centrally, you can see he looks a little bit more more relaxed and more balanced, and, and uh, you see a little bit more quality from him. Uh, so it's 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 been interesting to have these makeshift centre halves, but Dale Fry has just been that that Borough lighthouse. You know, he heads everything away. He's good on the ball, and he's really fulfilling that potential that we spoke about for so many for so many years. Um, but in terms of how we'll line up on Saturday, I think we'll go three at the back. I really do. I think we'll probably stick with with what we've got with more of a three four one two or a three four three. And and we'll try and make things difficult for us. To be honest, uh, you know we are. I think we've lost one game when we've played three at the back out of the eleven times we've played it. So, yeah, it's it's been really good. Is it one of those where you are hoping for the draw and trying to nick something, or is it a bit more active than that? Uh, look, you, you go every game to win it, don't you? So, like, it depends how you play, isn't it? To be honest, if if you're going to have most of the ball, that tends to suit us. Uh, if you want to cr- if you want to cross the ball as much as you want, you can uh, because that's not our weaknesses. So I think we'll probably go into the game looking for the draw initially. I think, but if we can snatch it like we did last year, um, then hopefully we can, you know, we can get ourselves back in the in the mix again for playoffs. But if we don't and you beat us, I think it's I think it's pretty much season over for the playoffs. I think that it's really interesting because Reading, you could argue almost exactly the same thing. Um, we don't necessarily love having the ball. Uh, Panovic kind of preaches possession, but doesn't necessarily follow through. So it, it could be another very dull nil-nil, but uh, hopefully not. Let's, let's not curse it just yet. Um, <laughs> have you got any worries going into Saturday? I know that um, you spoke about Fry. I think he might be coming back, but he has been injured the last few games. You have uh, Tavernier, who's out injured as well. Um, your injury list doesn't seem to be quite as bad as um, others in the championship, but um, yeah, is is there anything that you're hesitant about? If I'm looking at the opposition, there is there's a few players that I'm a bit a bit precarious about. You know, I like Lucas Jow. I think Jow's been fantastic for you guys this year. He's probably the best championship championship striker bar uh, Ivor Tony, and then you've also got me and Alissi as well, who have both been fantastic for you guys this year as well. I appreciate if I've said those names wrong. I do apologise, but yeah, I think you know who I mean. Um, but in terms of in terms of us, and if there's anything that we'll worry about, you know, we do have injuries. Um, Tav is arguably our most creative player that we have. He's Mr. Versatile. He's played many positions this year and succeeded in all of them. 
Um, but in terms of how we play, I think if we if we replicate what we did in the first half against Huddersfield, like that from from what fifteenth minute to forty five, then we won't have many problems. But we're a side that doesn't have much confidence at the moment, and I feel like if you get the first goal and you try and nick the second quite early doors, then it could be a really tough afternoon for us. Uh, but in terms of the game, like look, we've 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 had we drew with your own in the season we've had some good results here and there against the top teams so it, i'm not as worried but i do think we we should be able to get a result if we need to and um, do you have any fond memories of meetings past meetings at the medeski or or at uh, the riverside is there anything that sticks out for you I'm not yeah. saying this just to bring up, up the three-two, uh, <laughs> the first weekend of the Premier League or anything. Well, that's it. So I went to Medeski that day, um, and it was Southgate, Southgate's first game. You know, we were just past the the UEFA Cup final uh, defeat against Sevilla, and you know, we thought, oh, right, okay, well now McLaren's gone, we'll have Southgate. We we didn't really want Southgate at the time, but uh, no one would take the job, uh, and. Yeah, that was a, that was a game where it just killed me to be honest. I think I just remember like Kevin Doyle and Leroy Lee giving us just running the rings around us for the whole game. To be honest, and that, that was that was pretty much it. Um, I think apart from that game, which I can remember very fondly because it was a long ride home. Um, of course, you've got to think of of uh, Adam Farshaw ninety third minute. You know, one nil, and that was the season that got us up really. So, yeah, probably probably that one. To bring some balance to it, the the other overriding memory I have of Middlesbrough Reading matches is Asamba Longa absolutely bodying McShane for ninety minutes a few seasons back. That was a pretty pretty dreadful afternoon for us, I think. Uh, I, I'm not yeah. sure Asamba Longa is playing too much for you this time, so maybe maybe we won't have the same issues. Look, the thing is, the thing is with Britt right now that he's he's so close to the end of his Middlesbrough career. Uh, it's kind of like. Is he giving everything? Do you know? Um, I like Brit. I think that in the four years he's been here, we haven't really played with strengths at all. You know, he, he was he was renowned to be a poacher, have good wingers around him. He'll be in the box and he'll he'll get your goals and twenty goals a season, and that's what we bought him for. And then, unfortunately for him, he's played under the likes of Tony Pulis, Jonathan Woodgate, and now Neil Warnock, who. If you think that all those three managers, they aren't really renowned for their attacking flair either. So um, it's uh, it's been quite hard for him. But yeah, I think I don't think you'll see much of him on Saturday. If he does start, I'll be surprised. I think we'll keep Fletch up front and Fletch just came back and he offers us so much more. He brings a lot of players in um, and he's good. In, he's, a, he's a good centre forward, is Ashley Fletcher. So. Yeah, um, I don't think you'll see much of Brit, but uh, I think Fletch will start, and it's it's a good memory to have that. But I feel like a a fresh memory, of course, is Patrick Roberts and winning at your place because we really needed that win. We really needed it because we were we were heading we were heading down. Yeah, Roberts, uh, those two goals. Uh, it was two goals, right? Uh, uh, yeah, the free kick. Yeah, I can't remember. The- it was just a horrible afternoon as well. Um. I kind of wrote off the back end of last season. This season is going a lot better. I'm much happier on on this, you know, this season. Um, and I would be remiss if not to ask you, what is your prediction for the weekend? Uh, <laughs> I just don't want us to get beat. To be honest, I think if we we really need a good result, we really do. I think 
we ju- we need a good performance. I think if we have a good if we have a good performance on Saturday, it can really ignite the back end of the season for us and maybe have some playoff hopes alive. But whether whether we do that, I'm not too sure. Um, I think I'm going to go over draw again. You know, Matt. I think I'm going to go one one. I think that's uh, that's fair. I'm going to be a bit more optimistic. I'm going to say we're going to edge it. Probably one nil. <laughs> probably a very scrappy game. Uh, I'm not sure it, it 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 won't be one for the neutrals, but. No, as long as it's one for the Reading fans I won't mind too much Uh, thank (laughs) you very much for joining us Um, Johnny from the Borough Breakdown Uh, go and check out their pod, it's great Um, thanks very much mate thank you very much mate, thanks for having me